fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is my nutrition coach, Cheryl Nasso. We are here. This is going to be our last Friday. We're going to try, what, Tuesday nights we agreed to? Tuesday nights at 7 are going to be the consistent uh, weight loss journey shows. So make sure to check in Tuesday nights at 7 starting this Tuesday just get that out of the way. And I think I have the phone hooked up. So we actually now have a live call-in show and a live call-in number. That's really cool. That's really cool. So oh, there wow. it is. Do you hear me echoing? No, it's, you don't use headphones, correct? No. So it's, it's recycling through your mic into you. Okay. Okay. As long um, as you guys can't hear it, I can deal with it. Okay. So, Omar, what's up with the guns? He's saying know. you have them. Oh, oh, my guns. Oh, y'all, y'all, can you tell the difference? I'm a this this bicep. We're talking about me right now. Is slightly lower than this bicep. I uh, just got done doing some upper body stuff, but uh, yeah, because of where they did my surgery. She had to like cut the bicep tendon and reattach it. So this arm is going to always look a little different than this arm, but it's okay. I can deal with it as long as my arm is 100%. But let's flip the pages and we're going to talk about Scott and not my biceps and my guns. So I am 100% happy with everything that I see this week, Scott, in terms of compliance. Uh, when, it when it comes down to seeing, you know, obviously consistent results, we need to have consistent action. And, you know, I... I have a check-in with Scott every Thursday. He's on my check-in roster for Wednesdays. He was a little late to the party on his check-in uh, form this week, but I know he had a busy week. And uh, it seems like the only thing that's really in your way this week is this asthma stuff. Is that a fair statement? That is a fair statement. And today is better. Today is better. I feel like it's starting to clear out a little bit. And uh, and I, I'm not coughing as much today. I'm actually able to breathe more. Um, and I, th hopefully the wildfires slow down. Yeah. Your, your nutrition, um, honestly, like where I, I, and I know we don't have a weigh in right now, but consistent calorie intake for you when you are like, I feel like in your groove, doing your best is on a low day, 2000 on a higher day, 2400. And what I love about that for the people to understand is that I think so many people focus on being spot on every single day. And what really matters most is your average over the course of the week. And I think that with us having that flexibility, it's keeping you motivated and consistent. Like you're never feeling like you're on a quote unquote diet plan. And I can distinctly remember a time, I guess it must've been about maybe a year ago or so, uh, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, and you were really like thinking like you had to be like spot on your numbers, like to the gram and I think that this is showing you like you don't need that as long as we have a pretty good consistency. 
And because you are so consistent with your movement, it, it makes it really easy for us to control things without having to make a whole bunch of specific adjustments. And I love that for you. So um, I think today I, I actually had a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about, about all this is like, how are you feeling in terms of like the mindset right now? Like mentally, when you're waking up in the morning and you're going about your day, you're weighing in, you're, you're doing the food stuff. Like, how are you feeling mentally in the process? I said I was getting bitter and then I coughed. Okay. Um, how am I feeling? Uh, for the most part, I feel like I'm in a groove. Um, like I told you on our phone call, um, there was a miscommunication with Rosie Joe in getting the meal sent. So I missed a week of Rosie Joe meals and that has made life so easy. However, I had to go to the grocery store. I had to buy my food. I had to prep my food, all of that stuff. And I was able to do that for the week that I didn't have it. Um, and it added some variety to some things, um, some things that don't normally come in the Rosie Joe. I was like, okay, now's the time to have like some red snapper. Now's the time to have, some of this stuff and kind of make some, some meals of my, my own. Um, and so that's what I did. I kind of like, I'm in that groove where I was having fun with it mm -hmm. instead of looking like, Oh shit, I don't have it. Let's, let's use this opportunity to have some things I was craving um, that are still nutritious. I just, they haven't been in my, my plan for a while because they don't come in the Rosie Joe box. Yeah. I love that. Um, now on, the, now, on the flip side, I am I'm frustrated that I can't work out as hard as I want to because of the smoke and the coughing and all of that. Yeah. Just, and I can't seem to catch a break with my sinuses. Like, it's been a love-hate relationship since the surgery earlier this year. Yeah. I think that, you know, the, the main reason I asked about that is because a lot of people you know, like your journey is a long journey. It's not a first 30, 60, 90 days thing. Um, and that's why I, I asked that because I think you really are in your groove. And I think that it's so important for people to understand that you should be, when we're talking about losing weight and these, and these things, you should be finding lifestyle changes. And it sounds like you are really in the groove with that. Um, that even when I know, like when you've had days where you don't track, I know that you're still pretty consistent with things for the most part. You know, I think that there might be some things that you're like, yeah, we just talked about like, I think I'm going to get some ice cream. Like that's all part of the plan and okay. And so I, I really wanted to kind of touch on that. The second thing is when it comes to intensity in the gym, I know I mentioned this to you. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like dealing with like the sinus stuff. I am very fortunate that I don't have sinus stuff, but I can remember about three months ago, I came down with a pretty bad sickness. I was like flu sickness. I actually think it might've been the COVID again. I'm not hundred percent sure I never got tested. Well, I did, I did test myself. I came back negative. Um, but I was like for like three weeks, like just couldn't like anytime I tried to get my heart rate up or tried to push hard, I felt like I couldn't, everything just felt so much harder. And it does make you feel like you're losing fitness, but I'll be honest. What I, what I tell myself in those moments is like, if I'm pushing this hard, the way I feel, imagine how much better it's going to feel when I'm hundred percent. And I always use that. I think about it. Like I'm training in less ideal circumstances so that when I'm training at my best, I feel my best. And I think for you, 
this week learning how to like stay consistent with volume and well, not learning, but like being that way is, is really the thing. It does suck when you can't push intensity, but it doesn't mean you're not getting fitter for sure. Right. It's just, it's, it's figuring out the pace to go again yeah. where yeah. The asthma doesn't induce mm-hmm. because the minute it induces like it's tilt game over. Cause I'm in a full on coughing fit trying to get a, an inhaler or something. Um, but today's workout I did in my garage. Um, cause I just didn't, I didn't feel like going to the gym today, uh, cause of the frustrations and it was a doozy. Um, it was hundred meter run 50 hang cleans with an empty barbell hundred meter run, uh, 50, uh, what was the next one? Uh, front squats, hundred meter run 50 shoulder to overhead, hundred meter run 50 thrusters, hundred meter run overhead squats. That sounds every, really every time you broke another hundred meter run. Ooh. Did you do the bike instead? No, I ran. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it was a jog. It wasn't, you know, care. it was, it good. was outside. Um, but what it was is I didn't want to run. So I, I hung on to the bar now I would I was not going at great clips again, right? Like keeping a pace and I did not break until the shoulder to overhead. And at that point I broke once. And then when I got to the thrusters, I was complete toast <laughs> and I had to break like every 10. I feel like it was mean to put the thrusters at that point in the workout. Like it almost would have been like, man, hang clean thruster might've been a little bit more friendly, like hang clean thruster shoulder to overhead. I forget what else you said. And then overhead. squat. Oh yeah. Like it might've been better, to, oh, but I get it. I guess the progression hang clean front squat push. I get it. That's man. That's gnarly. So how many, so how many meters did you end up running then today? So I broke the shoulder overhead once. So that's 100. I, I broke the thrusters five times. So that's 400 meters. So it's and then overheads. So I, and then I capped, I didn't even get into the overhead squats. Okay. That's how I came back. I hit the cap. So you ran about half a mile to almost a mile, probably half a mile. Somewhere around All in hundreds. Nice. That's awesome. That's, I mean, I know the intensity is not there, but Hey, it's good for you to start to run. I know we've been talking about running and that's something that you want to be able to get back into. So I think it's, it's good for you. So, um, I think that Bruce is asking, do you have a home gym? Is I think he's talking about you, not me. Right. He's asking the question why I'm not able to work out as hard. And oh, I think okay. he misinterpreted. It's not that I'm not able to work out. It's that when I work out at a hard go intense clip, I get the asthma and then I have to stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I can't hit that intensity. I've got to keep it at more of like a zone two ish pace. You know, what else Maybe you look, a little uh, more than zone two is uh, for your, for your sinuses before you work out is coffee. Um, right before you work out the caffeine coffee, not an energy drink, but the coffee will help open up your airways a little bit. So you might want to, that was true for me. You say what? I wish that was true for me. The coffee does not help me. No. Um, I'm also curious, what do you think about that like airwave thing? I use it. 
Oh, do you like it? I do. Yeah, it actually it actually allows if I didn't have that, I probably couldn't work out at all right now. Okay. I was just curious about that. So uh we are going into the weekend. And um do you have any plans coming up this weekend? Anything fun socially that you're doing? No. Oh, I have one more question for you on fitness before we before we move on to that. Did you do Murph yet? I did last Saturday. Okay, cool. I haven't, I didn't, well, I didn't listen to your guys' round table and I figured you probably covered that. I know you said you were going to, but I was curious if you actually did that one or not. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, did, I did the bike version with a hundred cows front end, back end. All right. Um, Gross. Yeah. 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 The back end was, was really rough. It took me a while. Yeah. My legs were shot. Okay. So this weekend, no social plans, nothing coming up this weekend that you have to stress about. So we're like, we're like smooth sailing right now. So when are you planning on weighing in tomorrow? Yeah. So we'll have an update for the crew on Tuesday for where you're at with weight. Um, overall hunger, hunger's good. You're like in a good place there, not feeling super starving, like anything like that. No, I mean, I feel hungry at the normal times. Good. Um, what's that? Any cravings for anything? Uh, just, just a little ice cream. That's um, the rising, you know, what's your favorite ice cream? So I actually prefer soft serve to hard ice cream. Um, and there's a, there's a place up North of here that, um, they have flavored soft serve. Flavored so, like more than just like the chocolate and the vanilla. Yeah. They have lemon, they have key lime, they have, um, black raspberry, they have, uh, peanut butter they have like we have a place called a uh, tutti fruity and it's like frozen yogurt like froyo that's not what nope. it is though right nope. this is soft serve ice cream that's awesome that's really um, cool. and they uh i love the peanut butter ice cream that sounds amazing yeah so peanut butter is, your, is that your always your go-to peanut butter uh if i'm getting like hard serve ice cream i like uh like black cherry yeah interesting like blackberry chocolate chip i i like the soft serve i remember as a kid we used to go to a place called carvel i don't know if you're familiar with that place um and i would get if i got the soft serve i'd do the chocolate and the vanilla and i was get i'd always get it dipped in sprinkles like tons of sprinkles but i'm like a cookies and cream or mint chocolate chip that's like my go-to we have a uh we have a local place called Joy's and it's like 19 been here since like 1979 and everything is churned inside. And like the flavors are just amazing. Like you don't even have to go there and buy ice cream. Just tasting everything is perfect. But, uh, but that's good. Wits. I've seen, I've had wits before. I, I like, I, it's more of a custard. I guess it's kind of like soft serve, but, uh, yeah, I like the soft. That's really cool that you have the flavors. I'll, I'll fill you in on the soft. Judy just moved to Columbus like three days ago. Oh, yeah? So I'll have to fill her in on the really good soft serve place. Yeah. Um, Wits is decent. I mean, that's like the custard. Have you had Wits before? I have. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I like, I like, uh, I like, I like hard ice cream, but I like the cookies and cream or the, um, mint chocolate chip. Those are always my go-to. I'm going to sneeze. Carvel cake. Yes. I grew up eating Carvel cake. <laughs> that was always our birthday cake. Bless me. Did you ever have that cake, Scott? 
Uh, we don't have we didn't have Carvel where I grew up. So do you know what a Carvel ice cream cake looks like, though? I'm assuming it's like a Dairy Queen one, but maybe I'm not sure. A dairy, I don't know Dairy Queen, but they have like the crunchies in the middle. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the, that's the shit, man. That's that's some good stuff right there. Uh, that was always our go-to. It wasn't even really cake; it was just ice cream. We're just talking ice cream now. Um, so I think honestly, we're in a really good spot. We are what six, seven weeks now until the games. I can't believe how fast it's coming up. Um, any travel plans right now until the games? No, right. The only thing I'm I'm thinking about doing is covering an event in Michigan. That's right. That's right. The rumor is that Rich Froning is going to be there competing with his cousins. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I honestly think with the Rosie Joe's meals, that, that's so helpful for you. Like you don't even have to stress about it. I mean, I think you are truly in a groove of like, I mean, I, I feel like we should really reflect on how far you've come. Like from when you first started this journey, like how dark of a place you were in. And now look at you. I mean, you are a completely different person altogether. I am. I am. When, when we first met, I was in a really bad spot. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have, I am way out of that for sure. Um, I don't like dropping in in Pasadena. I would have been freaking out about that. Like, do you remember me getting counsel from you about wanting to go to CrossFit Polaris and talking yep. to Christy about coming there. And like, I had to have a conversation with them before I walked in. I was so afraid just to go. Like I had to meet with Patrick and talk to him. And he reassured me that it was going to be okay. Like it was a bad place. And then I'm in Pasadena and get up and I go do a drop in on an FU up Friday. <laughs> That's really messed up. That really is. I mean, I, that's where I feel like, you know, it's just for people to understand that, like, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because so many people, when we are in our own place and we're not, you know, we, we don't have things like this in our life, right? We think we're the only person that's struggling and it almost feels like we're never going to get out of that dark place. And you probably, when we first started, probably felt that way. Like, am I ever going to get out of this funk? You know, like you probably had tried so many times and and now look at you. Like, there's no going back. You know, you're a completely different person. So I think it's well, just for people out there. And and if people weren't here for the beginning of this journey, I had a leg condition where I had to be on intravenous um, yeah. antibiotics for like 18 weeks. And I had a port that went from my arm into my, like the opening of my heart. And that's where the, the IV would go. And when I first reached out to Cheryl, I had got that, just got that removed. And I was in a dark place. Like I thought it was, I thought I was over. I thought that I was on the downhill slide out of, out of life. I really thought that it was the beginning of the end. And it wasn't until I met with you that you gave me the hope that I needed. And then, then stack on top of that, Christy and Patrick, um, stack on top of that, all of my friends and family who started supporting and understanding it and me being more open about it too, so that they knew where I was at in my journey. And, uh, and yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. I think, yeah, I might've been a year and a half to two years ago. Yeah. 
I'm really proud of you. And I'm really excited. Like I've been talking to him guys about like what we should do right before the games, like whether we're going to do like, do you want to put on a pants, a pair of pants that you wore? Uh, do you want to go shopping? I think you should do something to really celebrate, like just because this is a huge commitment. I mean, it's not an easy journey you're on, but it's gotten easier because you're in a groove and you've fallen into things and you're, and you're doing it in a way that isn't like, you know, I think people focus so much on like, they've got to hurt so bad to lose weight. Like they've got to be so restrictive. They, you know, this is like sustainable. It's not ever been non-sustainable. I think the hardest thing for you is that when you're busy, it's really hard for you to stay focused on things. But now you're in such a groove that I know like, Hey, if he didn't track for a couple of days, it doesn't mean that he's not still doing the work. It just means that right now he's in survival mode and he'll get back on track again. And I, I now trust that with you. Like I know I didn't see anything tracked last, uh, what was it? It looks like, like last Saturday, Sunday or Friday and Saturday. I didn't, <sighs> even, I didn't even bring that up. Why? I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's relevant. I think that you're in a good spot. What was last Friday and Saturday? So, and I've said this a couple of, my daughter got a job. Uh, she's moving to Pittsburgh. She made an emergency run home, needed help getting a plans together, getting apartments found, all of that stuff. And that just consumed that weekend. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, I don't, I don't think it's like, I didn't track. So I'm eating Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast and macaroni and cheese for lunch. You know? Yeah. You may have had a night out with your daughter. I would assume that you probably had that, but I know you're keeping things in check. So I think you're in a good spot and a good groove. So didn't even have a night out with my daughter. It was all, it was all just hustle bustle in the house. Um, so I didn't even, I would, I probably ate the same stuff I ate every other day. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, guys, this is one of those episodes like this is it consistency, the boring work right now. We're in a good spot. We're in a good groove. Um, anything else you want to cover today, Scott? No, no, it's been, you know, and, and, I had another weight loss journey just oh yeah we, we've you know like I lost weight once from 2011 to 2016 um 16 17 I lost over 200 pounds um I never bounced all the way back to where I was before but I did have a bounce back and that's when I got into the dark time the last time I lost weight it was fast like I took it off super quick I was super unbalanced in my life where everything was about working out and my nutrition and my relationship suffered because of that. Um, this time around, it's been slower, but it's been with a balance that I can maintain and that my family is along for the ride and not being ignored in the process. I love that. And I often don't bring that up because I know it was kind of a bittersweet situation and I don't like want to kind of go into the details of how it all kind of ended and all that kinds of stuff. But, you know, I think that people focus on the speed and they don't enjoy the journey. And that's also why they regain the weight diet. Diet success rate is very poor. 95% of people that lose weight, I think it's 95% will eventually regain the weight they lost. And of those 95%, two thirds of those people will end up weighing more than they initially weighed when they first started the diet. And that's why slow, even though it might not feel as gratifying, your body starts to understand those. Like it starts to absorb those changes a lot better, the new body weight set point. In fact, 
I just finished up the summer sprint challenge that I had going on. And this is what I talked about last night with them is like the body weight set point. It, our body has a place where we're comfortable, even if we're not comfortable there. And deviation from that is what our body's always trying to fight. So the longer you take, it actually gives your body less of a, a shock. So you will be more likely to maintain it. So you're doing awesome. Do you guys put any oh. weight thought into, uh, for, you know, Kenneth has a good question. Um, do we put any weight or thought into body fat percentage? So body fat percentage is relevant, but honestly with Scott having a, over a hundred pounds to lose or having a hundred pounds to lose, it's not as relevant. Do I think he's losing mostly fat? Yes, because we're watching his protein intake. Whenever we are losing weight, we are going to lose a little bit of lean muscle tissue, uh, but we can prevent that if we are getting in enough protein and we are strength training. Those are the two things. And I know, I know Christy is kicking your ass with strength training. So, and I am watching the protein intake. So we don't really put an emphasis on that mostly because I'm going to be honest, guys, there's not a very accurate way to assess body fat percentage. I think the in-bodies are kind of a waste of time and money. I'm going to be honest. I think that they are just, there's so many ways to skew them. I think the best way to do it is measurements and calipers. Uh, I do think we could do measurements with Scott and we totally could. But at the end of the day, I know measurements are changing because he's telling me that his shirts are getting looser. Would it be nice to have data? I don't know. I have to ask you, do you want to have data like that? Oh, I lost five inches off my biceps. Like, I mean, it's up to you. You know I mean? That's the really big thing. Yeah. I think, I think for me, like the first time I lost weight, I was obsessed with all the numbers. Yeah. I think it's I, just would go, I would go to a bod pod. I would um, like every quarter and look at body fat percentage of that. And then I would, I was on the scale every day twice a day. Like, did I lose weight after I ate breakfast or it was just, like, I was obsessed and I have a very obsessive personality. If you've ever watched me work on my podcast or my media company at an event, I get very in a zone and um, I get very obsessive. Yeah. I was that way with my weight loss the first time. And that's what messed me up with um, my relationships with my wife, with my daughter, for a period of time, my friends. Um, and that, so there's a part of me that is avoiding some of those numbers because I feel better. I'm feeling more fit. That's what this was about. This was about being fit enough when I get to the games to be able to run from place to place and not worry about being tired or not worrying about being out of breath or any of that stuff. And that's, that's my focus, that I can go do all the things I need to do for what I love now and what my passion is without any hesitation. Yeah. And I really don't think we need it. That's why I haven't pushed it. I, I think, like I said, like Kenneth put, I started tracking mine with in-body. It's all over the place. You're absolutely right. Because the in-bodies are, if you have more water, if you have more food in your belly, those things are going to impact your results on those things. If you're dehydrated, you're going to look like you're fatter. If you're hydrated, you're going to look like you're leaner. If you've got food in your belly, you're going to look like you're leaner. These are all ways that they, you can manipulate it. If you've worked out the day before, you're going to change how you look on there. So it's like, because there's so many variables, 
if you're going to use an in-body, the only way to really do it is you have to be able to control. Like literally you'd be like, all right, so let's just say Sunday's your rest day. You don't work out. You eat pretty much consistent food throughout the day. You hydrate yourself. You go in Monday morning, first thing, a little bit hydrated. You do it fasted. And that would be the same thing. And you would want to track trends the exact same way. In fact, I had a call with a, a new client that I got that's a owner of a gym in Pittsburgh. And we talked about this. I said, honestly, if you're going to use it with your clients, you got to be able to tell them about how, how important consistency is and how they are right, preparing for that test. And InBody even tells you that, you know, so it's, they, and they even tell you that they're off like two to 4%. So it's like, it doesn't really matter. I just, I agree with you that it doesn't really matter that much. It's not relevant. As long as you're making progress and you're feeling good, I'm happy. So that's really what it is. So a great question. Yeah, that was a good question. Um, I honestly don't even track my percentage. I probably should look at what mine is. I don't, I don't pay attention to it. So, I mean, as athletes, we probably should, but, uh, doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah, I know. I still have work to do. I still need to stay consistent. I still need to work out. I need to do all these things and we'll just keep the journey going. Yep. I love it. So I guess we're going to see you all Tuesday night. I went down 2% a week, but I gained two pounds. Excuse me. That's because it's not true. So I guess we'll see you all Tuesday night. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Well, these will be consistent every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so go ahead and uh, tune in for that. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs>